On today's episode of The Breakaway, we are joined by Republic FC former midfielder and color commentator Adam Moffitt on today's episode. We talk Open Cup. We recap that match. We talk about Saturday's draw against Oakland, a few other pieces, the back line, how stellar it has been, and then finally a short preview of San Antonio FC. You can catch Adam Moffitt on Fox 40 this Saturday, 8 o'clock as this Saturday's match will be on Fox proper. Very excited. We're thrilled about that, so you can catch that match on Fox 40. All right, today's episode, Adam Moffitt, coming up next. Visit our friends at VJB Cellars in the heart of the Sonoma Valley and feel as though you've stepped into an Italian piazza. Taste award-winning Italian varietals, enjoy authentic wood-fired pizzas, and finish your visit with a scoop of gelato. A perfect way to spend your day and only a quick 90-minute drive from Sacramento to a slice of Italy in the Sonoma wine country. Visit vjbsellers.com or give us a call to plan your visit today. Grow your business with Citizens Business Bank. Since 1974, Citizens Business Bank has created banking relationships by focusing on their customers and helping them achieve more for their businesses, their employees, and the communities they serve. Choose a team that can help you achieve your goals by visiting cbbank.com to learn more. Citizens Biz Bank, member FDIC. At Oak Grove Charter School, our students chase their dreams. Student advance at their own pace. EGCS offers flexible schedules, small class sizes, and accelerated learning in a fully accredited learning environment. We help students balance their academic goals while pursuing their passions in club sports, performing arts, entrepreneurship, and much, much more. Elk Grove Charter School is now enrolling. Learn more by going to egcs.egusd.net or give us a call at 916-714-1653. We're confident our students will astound you. All right, let's do it. Welcome to The Breakaway, a Sacramento Republic podcast. Bandit in the box! Unbelievable strike! My goodness, what a defensive play! Half the crowd can't even believe it! All right, joining us right now on the podcast, uh, back by popular demand. Uh, it's really my demand, actually. So thank you. Uh, Adam Offit is here. Adam, how are you, man? Great. Thanks for having me on. Uh, thanks for keeping me in demand as well, Connor. <laughs> uh, let's talk about, we'll, we'll go from, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got Open Cup. We talk about the win last Wednesday. We got Saturday's draw. And then this Saturday's match against San Antonio, one of the best teams in the league so far this year. Um, but we'll start with Open Cup. You were there as a fan. We did a little keys to the match. We got to watch Cammy Wasta shotgun a beer, uh, which was impressive and uh, shocked to see that. But what was your, uh, how, how did you enjoy last Wednesday's win? Yeah, obviously Cammy Wasta shotgun and that beer was a bit of a surprise. I think it was said jokingly, but a real, a real pro right there. He knew exactly what he was doing. Um, it, it was such a fun night. Um, not having to work it, I got to be a fan. I got to be in the crowd with the rest of the fans, 11, 12,000 people, however many were there. I got to sit with my family. Uh, it was fantastic. The atmosphere, even despite the result, you know, even if we lost that game, it was it was amazing. But the fact that the performance was so good from the team as well, it all just made for such a, but probably the, the, most special night I've had being connected with this club, to be honest, um, even as a player, I wasn't on the field. I wasn't calling it, but it was, it was fantastic. No, I agree. And I was thinking, you know, if you rank this game, where does it rank all time? I think, you know, there's people talking about, you know, this is one of the biggest matches ever. It definitely was. 
Um, now that now that it was a win, it even makes it even bigger, right? I would have to imagine it's probably number two or number three all time for the club behind the miracle of, or uh, the championship game um, and the miracle of Bonnie. It's maybe two or three, depending on where you have those. So definitely a huge, huge match. I think the the thing I saw overwhelmingly was a lot of people saying this felt um, this felt like how it did in the, in the first year when everything was new, a lot of new fans, a lot of people in the building who haven't either haven't been there a long time or never have been. The atmosphere was unbelievable. The goals, the, the celebrations after the goals um, and post game was just incredible. Uh, It was, it was a special, special night. And I think anybody who was there, you know, you could feel the love for this club, the love for soccer in the, in the Sacramento community. Um, And it was a special night. Now we're moving on to, round of eight, right. Or quarterfinal, I should say against LA galaxy, another huge, huge match. This is probably a top five match in importance in club history also. So, um, bummer it's on the road, but it's going to be exciting. You're going right. I'll be there, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, I mentioned during the game that I don't have great, great results as a player going to, to the galaxy and playing in cup games, Todd Donovan, I lost, I lost two MLS Cup finals to Todd Donovan. Um that guy's that guy's the worst. Back. Oh man, that guy. Um, but <laughs> that's all right. I'm not playing this time. So <laughs> um it's gonna again, it's gonna be a special night. I really would have loved for it to be at home, but it's not. So um I'm sure we'll have a good a good crowd down there as well. I know, I know a lot of people are gonna be traveling, which is exciting, but yeah, overall, a special night uh, last Wednesday, and, and excited to see uh, this continue. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk the match on Saturday. So obviously, the Republic um, they do rotate some guys on Saturday off after the the um, the crazy intense uh, Wednesday victory. What did you think um, of the club's uh, result coming off of Saturday? Obviously, the PK very questionable, um, but overall, how do you feel like the the club responded um, after a big win on Wednesday? I think it was a great response. I think the first half was, it, there's always that fear of, you know, the hangover after such a big, and not only the physical part of playing on a Wednesday night and a Saturday, but for this game, especially it's the, it's the mental piece. It's so mentally draining. Um, and you're on such a high. It's like, all right, we got to get back down here. We're going to Oakland. We're playing against the roots. Um, you don't have the same, it was a good crowd, but not the same as what it was Wednesday night. But I think the players who were out there, the players who were given an opportunity to play, uh, did really well. They came out with good energy. We had some opportunities in the first half. So I think overall the performance was great. Second half, you could see the players were getting a little bit tired, and that's just the way a game goes. Didn't give away too many opportunities once again, which is the good thing, but unfortunately, um, yeah, the penalty kick was called, and it was a good penalty kick from... Carlson almost, uh, Danny Vitiello almost had it, but yeah. Uh, so I think how the game played out, disappointed to not go there and get three points. But in the end, you're on the roads after just playing on Wednesday and you get a point. It's not the end of the world. I think that the one thing too is that we've seen, you know, a couple of these draws is it's felt like these are matches Sacramento should have gotten three points. This is probably, I don't know, the third or fourth it's felt like that where Sacramento's been the better team, just unable to get the three points. And this is a being a big, a big one on Saturday, um, you know, trying to ride the high of Wednesday against a team that's below you in the table in Oakland, a team you feel like you should probably beat. Obviously again, Sacramento did rotate some players a little bit, but I want to, Adam, I want to talk to you a little bit about the back line 
since they've switched to the three in the back, they've only allowed two goals, I think in seven games. So really yeah. three, three or five in the back with Connor Donovan, Dan Casey and, um, and Lee Desmond. And then they have Luke Waugh, uh, Jacker. They've had the flanks have been really, really special for Sacramento, but what is it about that, that group, that back line that is making it so difficult for opposing teams to get good looks. Cause that's what we've seen. Even the San Jose game, they did not seem like they did not have a lot of great chances. They had some decent chances, but nothing super easy. And that's what I feel like has been the difference since they've switched that formation. Yeah. uh, Those three in the, so it's the three at the back and then the five, you know, typically Duke Lacroix, Jack Gurr, um, Let's start with the, the three of them. The three of them are competitors at the back, Dan Casey, Connor Donovan, and Lee Desmond. Um, and they've built a really good rapport so far. You can see that they cover well. That all, all of them are comfortable on the ball, which is great. But what's so hard to beat is the fact that Duke Lacroix and Jack Gurr, if, if they get back and make almost a five at the back, it's like, it's like a little fortress there. You know, it is really hard to... To break down and I think that's what will be disappointed from the other night the only real chance was probably from the penalty kick the fact that Lyndon Fekka got free from the knockdown like he, he shouldn't be that free at that stage of the game so that was probably a little disappointed where it's like maybe the one lapse at the back and again I don't think it was a penalty kick but it comes from you know him getting open but if th- those guys are g- continually building and also they had a good threat going forward as well. We've seen Luis Felipe getting the goals. That's because Luis, the, everyone else is marking mark up, you know, so then it gives Luis Felipe maybe a little mismatch who's a big boy as well. So um, I'm really excited at, at how they're playing and the fact that they're not giving away many opportunities. Scornicals still seems to be the issue. Are you concerned at all? Well, speaking of what you just mentioned, the scoring, are you concerned that it seems like most of the goals are coming from non-strikers or attackers? Yeah, of, of course, that's uh, that's a concern. Um, I think Douglas Martinez has had some injuries, been in and out. Um, Luther had a really strong performance the other day, and he, he, he might not be someone who's going to, score too many goals but he gets in and around things and he makes a lot happen but you don't want to be too dependent on Luis Felipe getting goals Roro getting the goals they can add them um it's always an added bonus but you need you need those attacking players to score we really need Douglas to score Luther to start putting the ball in the back of the net um so it is definitely a concern I'm sure Marbury's as well because this is something that was a concern last year but the way the team's playing and it's different from last year. It's not the same. Totally, They're creating much better opportunities. Um, and again, yeah, I, I, I think once those guys kind of get in their stride a little bit, um, I'm not, I'm not too concerned. I think this team has, has the potential to, to do really, really well. Currently right now, kind of sitting in the middle of the table in the Western conference, the Western conference is a beast, by the way. Um, anybody can beat anybody. We've said it a million times. Monterey Bay had a big win this last weekend, but Sacramento playing San Antonio, a team that has had great form pretty much the entire season. Them in Colorado have been um, at the front of the pack. Colorado, the team that lost to Monterey Bay this weekend, by the way. Um, so in, in, in terms of San Antonio FC, we, we know a lot of their players, obviously Mitch Tainer, who I'm sure a lot of the, the Sacramento players are hoping to get re- revenge on a little bit um, after, after post-match uh, Things that happen post match 
But Shannon Gomez, a guy who's loved in Sacramento, it'll be good to see him. This is a big-time match for Sacramento. A full week off, or I shouldn't say full week, a full week of training before a match on Saturday after two games. So I know they're going to be doing a lot of uh, regen and then getting back at it. Um, do we expect, do you think, I know there's been some lagging, some, some nagging injuries that, you know, that have been coming from the past two games. Do you think we should probably see Sacramento's best 11 or best, you know, depending on injuries going into Saturday's match against San Antonio? I believe so. And it, it's a good challenge for the team in terms of San Antonio are top of the West. I want to say right now, right? They are. I know um, I'm checking right now. I think, I think so. they've only lost two games. I want to say, but they, they are a scrappy team. You know, they, they fight, they battle, they, they don't pass it around too much. I want to see the last and hold of the USL for actual passes made, um, which tells you they're pretty direct coming off a, a good win um, down in RGV, uh, 3-2, I believe it was. So they're scrappy. They, they, they'll do whatever it takes to get their result. And that that's a, a new challenge is different from playing against a team like El Paso who are going to try and pass you to death, you know, playing against mm -hmm. them, you know, they're, they're really patient in how they play. But against San Antonio, it's like the long ball, be switched on second balls, make sure you're battling, fighting for it, but they've been giving up goals. They've been getting, so there is, there is potential there for, you know, the team to get on the score sheet it's going to be an exciting one. It's definitely going to be uh, more of a battle, I think. I think San Antonio and Sacramento are both teams who kind of set a good standard in the USL. Um, so even though geographically it's not a rivalry, I, I think, you know, the players kind of feel that when it's a team who's kind of a little more ambitious than than maybe some other ones, that there's a little more edge to it. So I, I'm excited for this one for sure. Yeah, it should be a, a really good match. And having it at home, as we've mentioned, Sacramento has been an absolute beast at home this year. Uh, San Antonio is in first in the West with uh, 27 points, uh, Colorado with 24, but they have a game in hand. Uh, like you mentioned, nine wins, just two losses, zero draws. Um, and I imagine this is a game for Sacramento. We've kind of seen it when they've had, when it's been a tied game going late. The Republic, whether it's home or on the road, they're not really settling for a point. They're trying to go after three. Now it hasn't necessarily gone their way. Um, but, uh, it's a good opportunity. I would imagine I'd be shocked if we see a draw in this game, to be honest with you, just because of how much these two teams can attack. I'm curious too, is we've seen Sacramento. We talked about their back line, how good they've been is Sacramento's biggest strength. It, it you know, they, they're, they're so good in the back. Is it that counter attack, that quick ability to get on and put the ball forward for one of their wingers or their wingbacks in Jacker and Duke Lacroix and start you know, running in the other direction and catch the team on their back heels. Do you think that's where they're most dangerous uh, in their chance to score goals? Because that's what we saw them do against San Jose. When they've played really well, it seems like that's where the goals have come. Those nail on the coffin goals um, have been in the counter. So is that what you're seeing from Sacramento or is it more of the possession style? Um, yeah, I think so. I think that's how the team can get a lot of success. If it's on one side, you know, if it's on the left-hand side, can someone switch it and get Jack Gurr running into space? Um, him and Duke, and vice versa, coming from right to left, can they get out there a little bit quicker? Um, I think we've, we haven't seen D Douglas Martinez's strong start to the season. Hasn't really had any chances to actually score in a while. He's created a lot, to be fair, and I think that's something Mark Brazier spoke to him, you know, get in the box, stay, be that central 
that central guy because what's been happening a lot is Douglas has been kind of drifting wide a little bit um, and then being the creator, but there's no one in the middle. Right. Um, but but I think getting that ball that quick, and yeah, when you have a guy like Luis Felipe in the midfield, you know, he's going to win the ball a lot, right? He's going to win it and then setting the, those guys on their way, like go for it. And it playing the 3-5-2, it does give Jack Gurr, Duke Lacroix a little bit more freedom to get forward, knowing that they have the cover at the back of the three. So I think that's what it has to be. I think Zico Lewis is still rounding into form. Once he gets more involved, he, he's a very creative crafty player he but he needs the ball at his feet Keko as well had a good game the other day if they can get running towards people at space like it opens so many things up and I think Zico could play a really really big part the rest of the way I think he's he's definitely a player to keep the eye on I love it I, I'm excited I'm fired up these uh, next three matches are going to be really four matches including the Open Cup uh, quarterfinal it's going to be a lot of fun going down the stretch Sacramento right now currently sits uh, in seventh place, that's the final playoff spot. But it does feel they have a game in hand almost above every team in front of them, I should say. Three of the six, they have a game in hand um, and a couple for uh, El Paso as well. So it's going to be exciting. Adam Moffitt, you'll be calling the game Saturday. It's on Fox 40, by the way, the big, the big boy channel. Oh, it is. There we go. Yeah, yeah it's going to be it's going to be a good one. So uh, we, uh, we appreciate you. Thanks for jumping on and we'll catch you on uh, Fox 40 on Saturday night. Awesome, Connor. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you, sir. Our thanks to Adam Moffitt for jumping on the podcast. We'll be back with another episode this week. It should be a two-part episode, uh, so we'll see We'll see you later on this week. should be exciting. We're going to talk to some folks from San Antonio on a podcast out there. Very excited about that, and then possibly a player as well. Coming up next week, we got even more. It's going to be a lot of fun. This month of June is going to be packed with podcasts. We thank you for your support. Please rate, review, subscribe, or follow. Let someone know about this podcast. Share it on social. We always appreciate it as we continue to grow it. Appreciate you guys as always. We will see you Saturday. If not, it'll be on Fox 40. And as always, go Republic.